Atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for January the twenty-fifth in the year of our Lord two thousand and twenty-two. This is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed. We use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth and welcome to the broadcast all right folks a quick recap yesterday's show makes sense then we'll launch into the news that it was refused to use today you say sam why do you always do the recap come on can't we just go listen to yesterday's show yeah you can but remember every show is two hours long and our goal is always to give you the summary the cleft notes if you will uh, so that you can get caught up even if you're busy as all get out. I know you can't listen every day all the time. People are human. People have lives. But if we put notes up on the web at libertyroundtable.com and lovingliberty.net and through all the other distribution points, uh, and you can read the notes, then you can say, man, i got to listen to the second hour. That was incredible with Dr. Scott Bradley. Or, man, that first hour with Lowell Nelson is sure fantastic. Or, you know what, that story at about half past the hour, i got to tune into that. It gives you an effortless way to get right where you need to be to hear and focus on and read about and learn about and get news that I refuse to you. That's what it's all about. So the recap helps you do that because if you're busy but you love audio, you can take the first you know five, ten minutes of the show every day and hear the previous day's show and go, wow, that was incredible. Our guest, Lowell Nelson, CampaignForLiberty.org, was with us first hour. We talked about tell Congress, stop the Patriot purge. John Mycardell, incredible article, by the way. We also talked about the fact that at least 19 federal agencies, such as the Department of Justice and the Department of Health and Human Services, are beginning to pile lists of their employees who have objections to the clot shot. Yeah, they don't want to take the vaccines. Well, the government's creating a dissidence list now, if you will. Shame on the government. They ought to be arrested for their criminal activity without authority, violating the Fourth and Fifth and other amendments. Utah legislative body is in session for 45 days. I call it the reign of terror. They've already got several hundred laws being proposed. The Lord has the two great commandments and then the Ten Commandments, so 12 good, great guidelines, if you will. Uh, But the government has hundreds of laws. Literally in the state of Utah, about 500 laws a year, four to 500 laws a year passed. That's only in one state. Just imagine that times 50. Imagine that times every year for decades. It's out of control. We talked about Secure Vote Utah, gave a progress report or an update, if you will, SecureVoteUtah.org, wanting to return to paper ballots. Get involved and do the same in your state. If you're not in the state of Utah, would you please? We talked about what good are retired people. ConstitutionAcademy.Weebly.com all responded to a need when the need was greatest and most dire. 
Do you see a need to serve your country right now? Yeah, anyway, these folks are on a mission at this uh, Constitution Academy to really help people understand in your retirement years, you can do so much good for your country. Now is the time for all good men to come to the aid of their country. Come on. Retired people have tremendous value, talent, and more that can be related to their country and getting involved. We talked about evidence that the U.S. government targeted red states with deadly back batches of vaccines. Yeah, that's really scary, folks. Evidence that red states were targeted with deadly vaccine batches. Wow. You want to learn more? Greg Reese does a video about it at lourockwell.com. They say all their research is published at two websites. One is howbadismybatch.com. That's right, howbadismybatch.com. The other one is called howbad.info. And one site, they're just mere sites, but one is up because uh, there's too many people going to them trying to get, man, what, what batch of vaccine did I take? And was I in the targeted group? And wow, evidence. Will that evidence go anywhere? Probably not. The criminals are in charge of the asylum, folks, that's for sure. Sad tale to tell in the greatest country on the face of the earth being taken over because of the immorality of the people, ladies and gentlemen. We also talked about the fact that ivermectin won the Nobel Peace Prize for its benefits to humans, not horses, you lying media. It saved millions of lives, and believe it or not, it's on the who's must-have medication list as safe, effective, and inexpensive for humans. So take that fact and put it in your pipe and smoke it, if you will. Come on now, I'm getting sick of these lying media people calling it horse, you know, dewormer, manure, whatever. Look, it won a new Nobel Peace Prize for its effect in humans, folks. Back in 2015, it's on the who's who must-have medication list for humans, people. They have flat out lied and taken it out of context dishonestly. Who gave them direction to do so? Probably your government, ladies and gentlemen. We ought to dig into that and hold people accountable, too, for their fake dishonest news lies, right? Young man in Kroger doing a great job. Sees a man snatch a purse from an 87-year-old lady. He busts out, runs after the guy, tackles him in the parking lot, gets the purse back until the cops come. Great work. That's what we need more of Americans doing. Stop the crimes. Stop the ill-gotten behavior. Stand for civility and kindness to one another. Come on, people. We can do it. Random acts of kindness should be everywhere in, our, in the greatest country on the face of the earth. The Republic. The founder said, if you can keep it, and I'm praying we can and working towards that goal. That was our one of Liberty Roundtable Live. Brought to you in part by Raw Honey. Directly delivered to your door. To learn more, go to localhoneyman.com. Hour two, our guest, Dr. Scott Bradley, was with us. His lifelong goal and collegiate series to match called To Preserve the Nation, all available at freedomsrisingsun.com. Are some batches more toxic than others? Batch codes and associated deaths, disabilities, and illnesses for COVID-19 vaccines. Howbad.info and howbadismybatch.com are the websites. We dug into this a lot more with Dr. Scott Bradley. We talked about the book that Scott Bradley referred to called How to Lie with Statistics. How to Lie with Statistics. Daryl Huff wrote the book. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. spoke on Sunday at a huge rally in Washington, D.C. They don't like the vaccine mandates. Over 35,000 
people showed up and Robert Kennedy Jr., well-known Democrat, spoke out nobly, boldly, and independent against forced vaccinations in his full speech given January 23rd at the Defeat the Mandates rally. It was a march in Washington, D.C. Saki was asked about it and kind of didn't know what to do. We're not, well, we're aware of it. We're no real accountability. The question is, will these efforts to stop the mandates and the marches go violent? I pray they don't, but predict with provocateurs everywhere uh, in bed with your government, every peaceful rally will eventually run off the rails because of government provocateurs. We're not going to hold accountability in uh, January 6th at all, like we should. Anyway, uh, you had to go to the foreign news to get the real story on Robert F. Kennedy's speech. Kennedy rally against vaccine mandates transcends red-blue divide. You got to go to AFR.com for that. That's Australian financial news just to get the reports on the truth on that. A fair headline. All the other headlines just calls Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Um, well, he's referring to, to uh, Nazis and referring to uh, Hitler, and, and they, they just derail the whole intention of Kennedy's speech. The emergency must be ended now, writes the Epic Times. The time has come to terminate the pandemic state of emergency. Time to end the controls, the closures, the restrictions, the stickers, the plexiglass, the exhortations, the panic-mongering, the distancing, the announcements, the ubiquitous commercials, the forced masking, the vaccine mandates. It all needs to end, ladies and gentlemen. Are we quickly approaching the time when, quote, they who chose evil were more numerous than those who chose good, therefore ripening for destruction by Almighty God because their laws have been corrupted? Is that where we are? I pray the answer is no, but predict the answer is it's coming very close indeed as the American people become more and more and more wicked. Turning their backs on God Almighty, the author of their liberty, it's sad but true. You say, Sam, that sure isn't a positive statement. I know it. But am I going to tickle your ears or am I going to tell you the truth, huh? Ladies and gentlemen, unless we repent as a nation, we are in serious trouble. The tyrannical vultures are on every hand. The morality of the people is at an all-time low. Look, 53% of Americans, they say just over a majority, love Fauci and want Anthony to stay there. This guy's a flat-out criminal. Beyond Nuremberg trial stuff at this point. It's out of control, ladies and gentlemen. The lies, the dishonesty, right up in front of Congress. He lies to Rand Paul and others saying he was not involved in gain-of-function research, but it turns out not only was he, it's way worse than that. But yet he can lie with impunity, ladies and gentlemen. Why? Because we in America love a lie. We in America don't love the truth anymore. I say we, I mean as a society. I love the truth. I'm a truth teller. That's why I'm telling you this reality check. When we come back, we're going to talk about, oh, I'll give you an example. Over 100 conservative groups are involved. But will we get anything done? I doubt it because the majority are against us. Explanations in seconds. I am Sam Bushman. This is Liberty Roundtable Live.
message, press 1. To change your message, press 7. Hey, Mom, Dad, Mark here. Wow, I love college, really. I never knew living on my own could be so, uh, good for me. Uh... To change your message, press 7. So, here I am at college. It's cool. Well, of course, it's only been a week. To change your message. Hey, it's me. I was just remembering that time I hit my first home run. You know, through the garage window. Thanks for not being mad. No. To change Hi. Boy, I miss you guys. I miss my room. I miss waking up to warm socks straight from the dryer. Warm socks? Family. Isn't it about time? Hi, it's Mark. Um, love you guys. Uh, I'll call you later. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. If Planned Parenthood were what they publicly declare themselves to be, they would welcome transparency. We all know why they hide, because we know what they hide. We can confirm federal judges who follow the Constitution rather than reverse engineer their preferred policy outcomes. The truth about abortion is spreading because of advances in medical imaging, because of brave journalists, tireless activists, compassionate doctors, nurses, and other healthcare professionals. The rising generation of young Americans is the most pro-life in decades because they know too. And one day soon, we will reaffirm our nation's principles in their dignified fullness and avow once again that all men are created equal. All are entitled to life. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am Sam Bushman, hard-hitting talk at your fingertips always. LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net. By the way, have you checked out the phone apps on Loving Liberty yet? Uh, iPhone app, Android app, free. Download it. Live and on-demand radio at your fingertips. You can donate. You can make comments, uh, suggestions to us, and you can follow our Twitter feed and keep up with the stories we're tracking just for you. LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word. Donate today, would you please? All right, over 100 conservative groups and leaders are calling on Education Secretary, <clears throat> who is it, uh, Mikel Cardona, Mikel Cardona, to resign. Think about that, over 100 conservative groups asking the Education Secretary to resign. Now, there's several points I want to make about this. Good for these 100-plus groups, because what they're saying is they're saying, look, this Cardona wacko, literally partnered with the Justice Department, the FBI, uh, and uh, a lot of the, um, what do you want to call it, unions, education unions, the teachers union, et cetera, to really double down, write a letter, point the finger at, put scrutiny on parents uh, for being concerned about what's being taught in their schools over race and sex and everything else, being concerned about mask mandates and shot mandates and everything else, parents standing up saying look this is unacceptable but yet the government really calling the parents terrorists when the fbi gets involved at the federal level and this whacked out education secretary cardona literally working on these um you know terrorist agendas that hey all americans all parents are domestic terrorists that's just gotta stop right well anyway 
Over 100 groups are asking Cardona to resign, and I think that's wonderful news. But let me tell you the problem that I have with it. Folks, the education department in the United States has been a target of the so-called Republican Party for decades. Yeah, decades they've been calling for the abolition of the education department. And the Republicans have been in charge of the House, the Senate, the White House, and the courts. I don't know what piece of government they didn't have control of several times since these assertions or promises were made to abolish the education department at the federal level, right? Okay, but they never got it done, never got it done, never got it done. Now the FBI and the Justice Department in bed with school boards and and, uh, teachers' unions to literally double down and treat parents as domestic terrorists. And now you got got 100 conservative groups going against this, trying to fire the education secretary while trying to get Cardona to resign. Not even, there's no mojo to get him fired. We don't have any power in government anymore as, as Republicans, right? <clears throat> so not only have we squandered opportunities to, to get rid of the education department entirely over and over and over and over and over and over and over. I know it's tiring, right? Yes. But yet now we've got 100 groups that are trying to get this person to resign. Literally, the education department that the Republicans have said they were going to get rid of for decades now is being used in conjunction with this push for terrorism. Now, folks, I don't know if you know, but the Department of Justice just created a new task force. Yeah, without any law, without any government permission, without any congressional approval, without any legislative action... The government just, well, the Department of Justice just created a new task force to combat domestic terrorism. In other words, they just created a new task force to back the education department to treat all you parents as terrorists. I mean, how do you deal with this? So now the Republicans have not only failed, but every Republican creation that I know of now in recent times, meaning the last 10, 20, 30 years, is literally being used to escalate the war of government on we the people. All right? So you've got the education department head being asked over by 100 groups to resign Cardona, okay, because of the abuse, getting in bed with the Justice Department and the FBI and calling parents terrorists. But then we allow the Department of Justice to create new task force to combat domestic terrorism. Well, this whole education department could have been jettisoned by the Republicans if they ever had a real intent to do so rather than lying to the people and pretending that on the campaign trail. But bout face changing reality once they get elected. Same thing with the health care, Obamacare. The Republicans, you know, voted to get rid of it when they knew they didn't have the votes. But when they really had the votes, they didn't do anything to get it done. Nothing. So your health care, your terrorism. Well, now let's talk about Homeland Security. That department was created by Republicans, right? That's right. It was created by Republicans. And Homeland Security now is being used with the Justice Department, with the FBI, to work on this domestic terrorism agenda. It's Homeland Security that is spying in every aspect of your life. When George W. Bush spied on, well, at first he said it's just terrorists overseas, and then it turned out, well, really on everybody. That's an outgrowth of this. 
All right, the Patriot Act, a big old lie, violating our rights everywhere, calling us lone wolf terrorists and everything else. All these things are outgrowth of Republican-controlled legislative bodies. You say Roe versus Wade. Yeah, Republican-controlled courts made that happen. That's right. Go look it up if you don't believe me. You think I'm off my rocker? You say, Sam, why are you attacking the Republicans? The Democrats are way worse. Oh, are they now? Why don't you come on the radio and have a debate with me about that? When the courts, controlled by Republicans, promote Obamacare, when the courts promote Roe versus Wade and it's a Republican-controlled court at the time, when uh, the Justice Department literally doubles down with the FBI (laughs) and getting in bed with the Education Department to build this new terrorist task force, and it's all Republican-controlled. Now Oath Keeper founder Stuart Rhodes trying to seek a release ahead of U.S. sedition trial. So now you've literally got this attempt to go to the Capitol and create accountability over vote fraud, right? Now you have a situation in my mind where Stuart Rhodes is in jail and there's not even bail for him. All right, turns out U.S. judge puts off decision on releasing Stuart Rhodes. Right? <laughs> yeah. The judge puts off the decision. What does that mean, you put off the decision? Where's your speedy trial? Where's your right to a fair and honest open trial, a a jury of your peers? U.S. judge now puts off decision on releasing Oath Keeper founder Stuart Rhodes. Where on earth can the judge just do that? Think about it. This is scary. Right? I don't even know what to think about this. It doesn't matter if you think Stewart's guilty or not. What matters is, does he get a speedy trial? Does he get due process of law? Does he have the right to get out on bail? You say, well, no, Sam, he might flee the country. No, come on now. He could have fled the country the whole last year when they arrested everybody else and they didn't arrest Stewart. His track record proves he's not a flight risk, right? He stayed in the country and stayed mellow, and they literally arrested him at his house for crying out loud. But the U.S. judge said she'll rule in the next couple of days on whether Stuart Rhodes should remain in custody while he awaits trial on, quote, seditious conspiracy charges for his alleged role on the Capitol. Now, Kimberly Priest Johnson, as a U.S. magistrate judge, said keep Rhodes behind bars. He's dangerous and could try to flee the country that's a lie they say he is charged with organizing a plot to forcibly oppose the peaceful transfer of power said justice department lawyer catherine radke or radke radke i don't know how to say that sorry it's hard to imagine a greater risk to society she goes on now philip linder A lawyer for Rhodes says client maintains his innocence and does not pose a danger. 
He not only wants a public trial, but he wants a speedy public trial, Attorney Linder said. The judge said that she would consider the evidence and issue a written ruling. There you have it. So what do you think about that? This guy can't even get released on his own recognizances. Why not? He sat around for a year and didn't was not a flight risk. All right. But he also hasn't there's no victims of Rhodes, is there? Liberty Roundtable live. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Judges have approved a request for a special grand jury. Georgia Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis in a letter to Superior Court Chief Judge Christopher Brasher claims she has received information indicating a reasonable probability that the state of Georgia's administration of elections in 2020 was subject to possible criminal disruptions. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin has placed about 8,500 troops on heightened preparedness to deploy to Eastern Europe in case NATO activates its rapid response force over a possible Russian invasion of the Ukraine. No decision has been made to deploy U.S. forces, but the heightened alert will allow the military to rapidly shore up NATO's eastern flank in the event that Russia invades Ukraine. Spokesperson John Kirby at the Pentagon lectern. The Department of Defense maintains significant combat-capable forces forward in Europe to, to deter aggression and enhance the alliance his ability to defend allies and defeat aggression if necessary. USA Radio News. Fever is a potential sign of COVID or the flu, and the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate with more than 100 clinical studies. Be vigilant and seek medical advice at the first sign of fever. Be accurate with Exergen. Exergen Temporal Scanners, available at Walmart and other fine retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. That's E-X-E-R-G-E-N dot com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. Hey, Carrie, we need that tax report by tomorrow. Hey, uh, Bobby, give me that expenses. For Hari's accounting firm, client growth is exponential. A couple of accountants short, he needs whip-smart accountants at whiplash speed. Hey, uh, so why aren't these receivables matching up? Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Senators want to know more of the details surrounding Russia's aggression toward their neighbor, Ukraine. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is calling for a briefing for members as tensions escalate between Russia and Ukraine. The Hill reporting Schumer asking for an all-Senate briefing with the administration for next week once this week's recess is over. It comes after House Speaker Nancy Pelosi requested a briefing for her chamber earlier on Monday. It all comes as the administration is ramping up pressure on Moscow and preparing for Russia to possibly invade Ukraine. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. Almost a month after launch, the James Webb Space Telescope has reached its final destination. Since lifting off from French Guiana on Christmas Day, the telescope has deployed a tennis court-sized sunshield and unfolded a massive gold mirror that will help it study the universe in new ways and peer inside the atmosphere of exoplanets. USA Radio News. 
All right, live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen. U.S. judge puts off decision on releasing Stuart Rhodes, saying I'll get to it in a couple of days. Ladies and gentlemen, this is problematic. You know, I don't see a speedy trial here. I don't see due process of law. This idea that the government, through the Justice Department, is arguing literally that Stuart Rhodes is dangerous and a flight risk. How is he a flight risk? He literally knew all of his buddies at the Oath Keepers were getting arrested. I shouldn't say all, but, you know, uh, uh, more than 10. Uh, And he knew that people are getting arrested. There's supposedly 700-plus people arrested now over the last year. He, uh, on a sidewalk, gave them his cell phone. (laughs) He uh, peacefully gave them his cell phone. They then uh, let him sit around for a year. They eventually arrested him at his house. He was just kicking back at home. Okay, that's not a flight risk. There's no evidence of a flight risk whatsoever. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, this idea that he is dangerous, how is Stuart Rhodes dangerous? Well, because he might, he might work together with his buddies in his organization. Okay, what has he done? He's worked with people all over the country, helping to defend police departments, helping to defend people's businesses. He hasn't done anything that would in any way be a threat. You can say, well, he was a threat at the Capitol. No, that's alleged at this point. And I personally think Stuart Rhodes, if he gets the chance, is going to bring all this reality into the limelight. The question is how good of an attorney is the is the Oath Keeper leader, Stuart Rhodes, graduated from Yale as an attorney. How good will he be in forcing uh, to set the record straight, subpoenaing records? How dishonest will the FBI and the Justice Department be? Will there be a break in the case like there was for Emmon Bundy where we find out how criminal the FBI really was? Remember, the judge dismissed the Emmon Bundy stuff in Nevada saying the federal government through the FBI was so criminal. The Justice Department was so criminal, she couldn't even stand to let the case proceed. Now, that was her excuse. I think the truth is Ammon Bundy and crew were ready to get so much information on the table about government provocateurs naming names, places, people, tactics to where the government freaked and said this case has got to be canceled. Well, hopefully Stuart Rhodes can do that same thing. But hopefully Stuart can take it further and prove in more detail the government abuses because that's what's really going on here. Now, do I know Stuart? Yes, I do. Do I think Stewart's guilty? Uh, it depends on how you define guilty. Do I think he really wants to destroy America? No, I don't. You're off your rocker crazy if you think that. I think he believes in his oath of office. I think he assembled the Oath Keepers and worked for years to defend this country, to protect Americans, which is what government should have been doing all along. And since they're failing at it so miserably, uh, Stuart Rhodes and others had to step up. Uh, do I think Stuart's tactics are perfect? No, I don't. I wouldn't do exactly what he's done. But just because he has different tactics than I do, that doesn't mean I'm going to throw him under the bus. No, I'm going to defend him. We have the right to have different viewpoints on tactics. I would put my money into the media and tell the tale like nobody's business across the country. Education, education, education is the way I think we can work on America. Well, Stuart believes we can go out on the streets and get on rooftops and defend businesses. I'm not here to say my tactics right and his tactics wrong either. I submit to you that both tactics are doing our very best to defend the greatest country on the face of the earth. Well, what happened at the Capitol? I don't know. I wasn't there. 
But I can surmise, just like anybody else, and say, I believe Stuart Rhodes and his guys were there. And their goal was to truly help Donald Trump hold Congress to account, saying, Congress, you've got to look into election fraud. And what I believe is the government literally created a provocateur scenario where they betrayed Stuart and everybody else. Did Stuart say there's going to be a war? Probably. Does Stuart have every right under the First Amendment to believe a war is coming and to prepare to defend himself and his family and his fellow Americans? He has every right to do that, folks. So when you act, why is the judge putting off the decision? What's the judge afraid of? Well, he might be a danger. No, he sat around for a year and did nothing. All right? This is the problem that I see. All right? I'm just telling you, in my opinion, this is disaster. This is disaster, folks, because of the ramifications, right? But while that's going on, while they're making a big deal out of Stuart Rhodes, you know what? Your government really, in my opinion, your government really is a problem here. Say, what are you talking about, Sam? Well, uh, I guess Ted Cruz had the opportunity to quiz down FBI director about details. How many informants were there? And, uh, you know, what's going on with all this? How much government involvement was in January the 6th? See, while they're putting together this investigation, the FBI director doesn't have any idea of anything. Listen to the evasive responses to the questions. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Mr. Olson, how many people have been charged with crimes of violence in connection with the events on January 6th? Senator, I'm not sure exactly how many uh, have been charged with crimes of violence. I know that there okay, are- Okay, the media is reporting the number of crimes for violence. They're claiming that it's 700. And then what happens is then they get there and, well, the crimes turn into misdemeanors. Like I walked around the Capitol and I guess I shouldn't have discussions. But this guy's having this big investigation that's literally over a year old now. And he doesn't even know how many people are charged with violent crimes. But yet we're going to hold Stuart Rhodes because he might be a threat. But the facts are there's been no evidence of violence or victims to Stuart Rhodes. Zero. Listen up. How how many have been charged with nonviolent crimes? I don't have the numbers of people charged, whether at the state or federal level. Okay, we don't know at the state, the federal level. We don't know how many are violent, how many are nonviolent. We have no idea. This FBI or this director, FBI director has no clue. Okay, how many people are currently incarcerated concerning the events of January 6th? I don't know the number of people incarcerated. Again, I know that. I, I How do many? Have... Pe- okay, let me ask you that. Look, we have limited time, so I don't want you to filibuster. You either know the answer or you don't. How many people have been placed in solitary confinement concerning the events of January 6th? Okay, so we don't even know how many people have been arrested, charged, any of these things. How many people now are in solitary confinement? This is serious. I don't have any information about that, Senator. You know, Mr. Olson, I will say it was sad. Senator Lee just asked you about this. Back in June of 2021, Senator Lee and I and two other senators sent a letter to the Department of Justice asking these questions, asking about the differential prosecutions. Let me ask you, 
During 2020, Black Lives Matter and Antifa riots all across the country. There were over 700 police officers injured by Black Lives Matter and Antifa riots. How many people have been charged with crimes of violence concerning those riots all across the country? I don't have information on how many. I, I would say, you know, hundreds of people have been charged, as, as Ms. Sandler. You, you would say, but, but you don't know. You know, when we asked you why the Biden Department of Justice has such wildly disparate standards going after January 6th, targeting some people who committed crimes of violence and anyone who commits a crimes of, of violence should be prosecuted. Stop. There you go. Anybody who commits a crime of violence should be prosecuted without a doubt. Nobody disagrees there but also targeting a lot of nonviolent individuals. We asked you, why is it that you won't target the rioters and terrorists who firebomb cities across this country? The answer we got from the Department of Justice was shameful. On October 22nd, you came back and said, quote, the department has dedicated investigative and prosecutorial resources commensurate with the significance of these events. By significance, I guess it means the political benefit to the Biden White House. And I will tell you, there are a great many Americans who are understandably deeply concerned about the politicization of the Department of Justice under President Joe Biden. It has been 218 days since we sent you that letter. DOJ refused to answer the letter today when Senator Lee and I asked you about it. Your answer to every damn question is, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. You're under oath. You may believe at the Department of Justice that you are unaccountable to the American people, but that is not the case. And the wildly disparate standards are unacceptable. Ms. Sandberg, I want to turn to the FBI. All right, he wants to turn to the FBI. We're going to play the rest of that when we come back. But think about that for a minute, ladies and gentlemen. What on earth are they saying at the Justice Department? We've been investigating this for a year. Senators have literally written letters asking for details. And they've got nothing back, but I don't know. But they're literally spending millions of dollars, ladies and gentlemen, to so-called hold accountability. They won't release Stewart. Where's due process? Who do we need accountability from? Huh? As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, 
Many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so uh, Ted Cruz literally asking questions about January 6th, literally getting, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know anything. But yet they're spending literally millions of dollars, so-called in an investigation to get to the truth on this. Uh, But look, when you write it all across the country, Antifa, Black Lives Matter and everybody else, there's not any real accountability. They don't know about that either. So here's Ted Cruz again. How many FBI agents or confidential informants actively participated in the events of January 6th? Think about that question, ladies and gentlemen. It is a bold, fair question. We are literally 365 plus days after the fact. In other words, in investigation. And if the FBI informants or provocateurs or whatever term you want to use were involved, we would have known because they would have had to be involved in the planning of that way before that date. Here's the question and the answer once again. How many FBI agents or confidential informants actively participated in the events of January 6th? Sir, I'm sure you can appreciate that I can't go into the specifics of sources and methods. uh, Did any FBI agents or confidential informants informants actively participate in the events of January 6th? Yes or no? Sir, I I can't answer that. Did any FBI agents or confidential informants commit crimes of violence on January 6th? I can't answer that, sir. Wait a minute. You can't answer that because you're not going to tell on your FBI informants or agents or because you don't know? Think about that question. Let me rewind this. I can't answer that. All right, listen. Did any FBI agents or confidential informants commit crimes of violence on January 6th? So we're going to talk about who committed violence. That's why Stuart Rhodes can't be released, by golly, because there's some phone conversations or Internet, whatever. And But yet now we're saying how many FBI agents or informants, in other words, how many people working for the FBI, were there any that committed crimes of violence? I can't answer that, sir. That to me means there are. Or you'd clearly say, of course not. That's not what the government does. Of course there would be no government agents and or informants doing such a thing. No, sir, of course not. But she can't answer that, which to me amounts to an omission of guilt. And if it's not an omission of guilt, but she really doesn't know the answer, that's why she can't answer that, then we've even got a bigger problem. You've got incompetence that know nothing about the criminal activity that's going across America for over a year in a massive investigation, and you've got hundreds of people in jail, but you don't know anything about it. Which one's worse? Hard to tell. But most likely the government 
agents and informants committed acts of violence on that day. And that's why she won't answer the question. So let me ask you, if government provocateurs committed acts of violence, are the people really guilty? A lot of the people that have been tried and prosecuted already just said, I walked around the Capitol and I guess I shouldn't have. I encourage people to go in the Capitol and I guess I shouldn't have. But yet government possible informants or agents literally committed violence on that day and the government won't answer the question? Did any FBI agents or FBI informants actively encourage and incite crimes of violence on January 6th? Sir, I can't answer that. So that means yes. Why can't she answer that? She doesn't say, I don't know, so I can't answer that. She just says, I can't answer that. Ms. Sadburn, who is Ray Epps? Now, remember, Ray Epps is the guy we've been talking about for weeks, right? Who is this guy on the FBI most wanted list or whatever? FBI watch list and then released after revolver.news reports on it. Who is Ray Epps? The guy that we've seen in video after video working with everybody who literally committed violence. We've got it all on video, folks. This guy was a provocateur to say the least. But here's the answer. I'm aware of the individual, sir. Uh, I don't have the specific background to him. I don't even know anything about this guy, but I'm aware of him. And you're into an investigation over a year later, and he still runs around free? Well, there are a lot well, of people who are understandably very concerned, concerned about, Mr. Epps. about Mr. Epps. On the night of January 5th, 2021, Epps wandered around the crowd that had gathered. And there's video out there of him chanting, tomorrow, we need to get into the Capitol, into the Capitol. This was strange behavior, so strange that the crowd began chanting, fed, 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 fed. Ms. Sandburn, was Ray Epps a fed? Sir, I cannot answer that question. The next day. The next day. On January. So why is she testifying under oath if she's just going to simply refuse to say refuse to say anything? Huh? What's the value of her even being there just to prove the government won't answer a thing? So you got criminal elements in government standing right before the senator right now, who will not answer a single question under oath. Why can't she answer and tell you who Ray Epps is? I know a lot about Ray Epps. Maybe I need to go on the stand and replace her and tell the public who Ray Epps is. He's a government provocateur. Whether he was hired by the FBI, the Justice Department, uh, Homeland Security, or any other government agency like the FBI or the CIA, I don't know. Probably not, because they're pretty smart to not get caught. But somehow... Through dark black op money, Ray Epps was given a job, and he did it to precision, getting hundreds of innocent people in trouble. He was seen in video as a provocateur. Not only the night before was he running around the crowd, so much so promoting breaching the Capitol that the crowd chanted, Fed, but it gets worse. He literally even said things like, I know I'm not supposed to say this, but... And then people in the crowd are like, well, then don't say it. Don't do it. He said, I'm going to say it anyway, even though I might go to jail. This guy's over the top. And then he's seen literally working to perfect the provocateur actions on video. And this lady can't answer anything a year later about him. Where he's six. 
Mr. Epps is seen whispering to a person, and five seconds later, five seconds after he's whispering to a person, that same person begins to forcibly tear down the barricades. Hold on a minute. Say that again. This is what we're talking about. Hold on. Five seconds later, five seconds after he's whispering to a person, that same person begins to forcibly tear down the barricades. Raps whispers, they tear down the barricades. This is what we mean. And this guy's running around free, but yet we can't let Stuart Rhodes go because he's dangerous, see? Did Mr. Epps urge them to tear down the barricades? Sir, I can't answer that. Sir, similar to the other answers, I cannot answer that. Boom. She literally waits for like five seconds. This is a criminal on the stand, ladies and gentlemen. Literally going... I, I can't answer anything. We're so deep into this to our eyeballs. I don't dare say a word because I'm telling you, it will come back to haunt her. Shortly thereafter, the FBI put out a public post listing, seeking information on individuals connected with violent crimes on January 6th. Among those individuals in the bottom there is Mr. Epps. The FBI publicly asked for information, identifying, offering cash rewards leading to information leading for information leading to the arrest this was posted and then sometime later magically poof mr epps disappeared from the public posting according to public records mr epps has not been charged with anything no one's exchange explained why a person videoed urging people to go to the capitol a person whose conduct was so suspect the crowd believed he was a fed would magically disappear from the list of people the fbi was looking at, Ms. Sanburn, a lot of Americans are concerned that the federal government deliberately encouraged illegal and violent conduct on January 6th. My question to you, and this is, a, this is not an ordinary law enforcement question, this is a question of a public accountability. Did federal agents or those in service of federal agent actively encourage violent and criminal conduct on January 6th? Her answer, I can't answer that. Listen up. Not to my knowledge, sir. Thank you. Not to my knowledge. What does that mean? Does that mean she's just blissfully ignorant, knowing they were going to put him on the stand at some point, so we won't tell her anything, and she's really completely ignorant? Or did she lie under oath? Either side of the discussion is so damning, it's beyond comprehension. If she lied, well, then she's just in bed with Fauci, isn't she? Lie, 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 zero accountability. If she doesn't know and she was kept blissfully ignorant of the actions, because you know how the military and some of these organizations work, it's only on an as-need-to-know basis, right? She may not know anything. And if so, why is she on the stand? And at some point, if that's happening without her knowledge, then she needs to go after and prosecute those who did it without her knowledge. You see why either way is so damning it's beyond comprehension? <clears throat> Senator Leahy. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, you know, there you have it. can hear me well enough. I won't have to shout. That's all. I'm going to, I'm going to cut that off, but there you go. Okay. Uh, thank Chris for getting me that video. You know, there's a lot of citizen reporters out there that, that do a phenomenal job. And, um, there's just so much news out there that it's hard for me. I'm only a one man band, right? <laughs> 
And so it's hard for me to keep an eye on all the news that's out, all the sound bites. And so when good people literally bring it to my attention, it is so helpful. I'm so grateful for the support, uh, for the help and everything else that I've been given uh, on this. It's just a beyond imagination of how grateful I am uh, for that support, for that help, right? And so I want you all to know how grateful I am for citizen reporters that bring this information to me. But literally, Oath Keeper founder Stuart Rhodes cannot even be released because, well, they're not sure. He's dangerous and he might be a flight risk. But yet you can have Ray Epps literally running around free. This guy was the one. Literally. This is the guy that was seen in video at the core of everything, but he's not arrested. The problem is, has the government declared war on the people? And I say the answer is sadly yes. From the Ray Epps being free to Stuart Rhodes being in prison at the quote January 6th level, all the way to the local level at your school board, ladies and gentlemen. So from the federal level all the way down to the most local level you can find, right? And in that most local level you can find, ladies and gentlemen, sadly, sadly, um, it's the government that's the provocateur. So then you say, well, what if we get on the stand about FBI and the Justice Department and Homeland Security? And we say, did you were you involved in calling and working with parents saying they're domestic threats and a terrorist group? And can't answer that, sir. I don't know, sir. Not sure, sir. I don't have any idea, sir. But the investigations go on for millions of dollars for years. Your government's gone criminal. There's still good people in government. Don't misunderstand me. But the criminals are literally in charge of the hen house. Hour one in the can, hour two coming up. God bless all of you. And God save the republic. 